Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Season 3, episode 23. It is Wednesday night, March the 2nd, 2022 at 625 Eastern Standard Time. My name is Mark. My name is Kevin. And you are listening to the... Excuse me! I'm speaking... What's going on, everyone? Uh, uh, great to have you back. It's always great to to uh, to uh, be back. And uh, I mean, let's let's try to think of some new things that are going on. It's been kind of a slow week for me. I'm just kind of going to work and coming home and having a few drinks and playing Far Cry Five, and that's basically been my life since the last show. So uh, I didn't even really look up any news things. I, don't, I personally didn't have anything to prepare for this show. Kevin's prepared this whole show for us. So uh, uh, it looks great. Kevin, anything new going on with you? Well, first off, I prepare every show because I am the host and oh, you're my yeah, co-host. Sure you're the, excuse me. Sure I'm the host. I'm the host. You're the co-host. That's how it happens. No, good afternoon, everyone, or good evening or good morning. Everyone, thanks for joining us. Uh, yeah, no, things have been really good, man. I... Uh, Really excited that I had a buddy at work. He took in my guitar and he uh, restrung it and he put some of those little peg thingies in it and uh, he fixed it. What's, it. what's a peg thingy? In your- you know those things that hold down the string at the base of the uh, guitar, like the bottom of the guitar where the acoustic hole? Oh, the, the bridge. bridge. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The bridge. Thank you. And so the, uh, I just forgot about it momentarily, but yeah, really looking forward to uh, getting back on that. Yeah. Just like everyone else out there, you'll probably listen to us because you're on your way to work uh, or you may just be at the gym or you might be just be cruising. But man, do we got a show for you tonight. So on tonight's episode, we'll be talking about the crisis in Europe, the Bank of Canada, the vaccine updates, of course, Joe Biden and the strange headlines. And of course, what do we have for you? We got the millionaire game sports headlines. The strain of the day, the movie trailer of the day, and of course, Mark, right from the top, let's go. I mean, Kevin, it's only fitting. I mean, we have to we have to open up with what's going on in Ukraine and, and this Russia stuff. I mean, Kevin and I have avoided the Ukraine Russia thing uh, up until now because not only like not only had, had a war not broken out yet, but we didn't really know too much about it. I mean, but if you've been following the news, they've been talking about this war possibly happening for a long time now. And uh, Putin has been has been preparing for a long time. And yeah, he's invaded uh, Ukraine. Now, what I have learned to understand about it, and I am by no means an expert on this war, but in uh, in uh, southeastern Ukraine, there are uh, a group of, of, of separatists who want to leave the country. They want to be... Uh, they either want to be an, ind- an independent country or they want to be uh, a part of Russia or they or for all I know, they want to be the USSR again. I have no idea. But there's these, uh, this group of separatists who wants to who wants out there. Uh, they, they like Putin and I guess they, 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 they like Russia. And Putin is uh, before they attacked Putin, like two days before he had declared them uh, an independent state and uh, and people freaked out and. I mean, full blown war is is going on in Ukraine. Like Russia is like they're bombing them. They got tanks going in. Shit is blowing up. Things are flying. Buildings are being like just just burnt and like blowing up to rubble and stuff like that. Like really crazy shit. And uh, and I think one of the things we wanted to uh, talk about is how 
and, and Kevin, this is really where I want I want to hear your thoughts. I mean, we're only hearing that Russia is are are the uh, the baddies. So Russia are 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 the baddies here, and that's that's very clear. But what did Ukraine really do, and why is Ukraine really doing what they're doing? Like I don't under you know what I mean. Like there's this whole side of the story, and I'm trying to pay attention to the war. But there's this whole side of the story that I just I just feel like I'm missing, Kevin. What do you think? So the the thing that I understand is that back in the good old USSR days when the Beatles did their classic song on that, yeah, it was a great song. Um, back right, isn't it? I mean, yeah, it is. Yeah, what? that was the White Album. Yeah. So that that area, uh, now known formally as Ukraine, was part of the USSR, and they essentially seeked, I think, their own so- sovereign sovereignty or whatever it's called. And created their own, um, their own independent. Yeah, a, a lot of countries. I mean, like Kazakhstan and Belarus. Right. I mean, they were all the USSR before, yeah. Right, and and this is kind of like uh, what what very much led to that was the fall of the mighty uh, military in the the Red Arm that used to control all those areas. And what's happened over the past couple of decades is that the the Red Army has gotten mightier than ever, and now they're like, all right, now we're going to take back our motherland. And, uh, you know, like the one thing a lot of Americans forget about is that like, you know, um, Russia is very proud of their land, so proud of their land, the same way that Americans are proud about freedom. And I think that's what people got to understand. I, I've heard so many different views on this. I mean, another view I heard recently is like, well, why are they specifically going for, you know, these these capitals like Kiev? And um, that's what you do in war, right? You go right for the capitals, yeah. Well, and and so there's the facilities and yeah, precisely just the, to weaken them. But they said like predominantly it was uh, the whole reason that they're going after these regions in Ukraine is that Ukraine shut off the water supply that provide that was provided inland uh, to some two and a half million Russians, and uh, it's been turned off since like 2014, since I believe Georgia was invaded or something like that, or Kremlin. Um, Georgia, I don't so, think Georgia was invaded, but okay. But yeah, so I, it was one or the other. So the the, the thing was is that uh, um, the, this water supply is has gotten to a point after about eight years that it's become a crisis, and so the mil- Russian military is like, and you know, they're saying, "Hey, this is our land, and we're taking it back." So it's a really interesting thing because what you're seeing, guys, is like only what you're being exposed to. And I find it almost kind of, uh, in a way, propaganda, how the media is holding this double standard and how especially the Western uh, coverage is being held of the Ukraine and the war crisis and the heavy, heavy favoritism that is on Ukraine and how Russia um, is just like Marx said, the baddies. And it's, it's fascinating when, in fact, it's so one-sided that you even see politicians wear like Canadian flag with the Ukraine flag and the CN tower is being lit up yellow and blue. And, you know, like, it's just like people are changing their filters on their Facebook, you know, thoughts and prayers, thoughts and yeah, prayers. Yeah, well, nobody wants war, right? Like nobody wants to die. Like, I'm like, I'm not sure. Like when I say that, um, like Russia is, is, is the, are, are, are the baddies. I mean, it does really look like that. Now again, I don't have all the information. I never heard anything about this 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 water thing going on, but uh, I mean, I'll assume that that's true. But uh, I mean, I I really do think that there's this this whole other side to this story that we're just we're just not being told. Like I'm okay if Russia are the baddies. I just want to know what's going on with Ukraine. Like what is you know what I mean? Like they must have done something. It takes you know what I mean. They must have done something. 
Like maybe it's this water thing. Maybe it's the fact that they just like Russia just wants their land back. Well, if Russia wants their land back, wouldn't that mean Kazakhstan and Belarus as well? You know what I mean? I, like, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I, like maybe, I go, go ahead, Kevin. Yeah, go on. Yeah, no, I I was saying like it, it's very true. It's it's a very interesting story, and I think uh, conversation. We're certainly going to see how it unfolds. Um, but speaking of a, an example in the media, that that was a big story three days ago. Um, it was all over the news. In fact, it was on the front page, New York Times and whatever the, the big the big newspaper guys. And um, it was a story about this uh, Snake Island uh, in U- the Ukraine, Ukraine um, border. And uh, what had happened is that there was uh, a Russian warship that pulled up and there was 13 U- uh, Ukrainian soldiers that were mining or stationing their area, and they had uh, given a complete surrender. And what happened is that the Russian warship bombed and murdered 13 Ukrainian soldiers. It was all over the news. It was an act of war. And then it comes out today, today, that the whole thing uh, was presented by um, the Dutch media where it first came from, where they reported that um, all the Ukrainian soldiers survived and that they were they did surrender and they were now prisoners of war none of them have been injured or they're also alive and again it just goes to show you the propaganda so just i think for all of us start paying attention and to the media or not but if you're going to listen to it start paying attention to it be a little bit more critical i think there's a lot more like uh, our good friend optimus prime would say there's more to meets the eye is that right is that how it goes that's uh yeah that's transformers right more than meets the eye right yeah yeah and, and I mean, and then it gets to a crazier part. And Mark, like, what would you do? So we got this Canadian comedian. His name is Anthony Walker. And he has a wife and three children. And he's made a very public statement. It's been all over the news. This is the news, site, the news cycle. Um, and that he's going to travel to Ukraine and he's going to go fight there. He's bringing his wife and kids. He's going to go fight the evil mother Russia, right? And so the whole reason of doing this when being interviewed is because he said that he is going to prevent World War III from starting. So again, they're planting little ideas inside of all of our brains that like, there's going to be a war. There's going to be a war. Well, I mean, there are you know, already like, is a war, and the World War III thing has been planted. That's been planted decades ago. I mean, uh, I don't know if this is... I don't know if we're looking at World War. Like, I know that they... Uh, uh, NATO, like the NATO countries, which uh, aren't as impressive as they might seem like uh when you actually look up who's in nato it's really just like america and britain and us it's, and like, it's yeah, basically like everyone america. else is like sweden and stuff like that and like greece right. and it's like yeah i don't think greece is really going to help us in this war but uh <laughs> you know, there's a lot of countries like that in in in, in nato but uh I, what was i going with this i don't even remember where we world war three oh the world war three yeah like i mean i i I'd be surprised if something like this turns into World War Three. I mean, no one's even come to the aid of the of the Ukrainians yet. Like, no one's entered Ukraine. Like, America didn't enter Ukraine to defend them. In fact, nobody did. Nobody. Right. I mean, that's you know, you know why though. It's full on war with Russia. You, well, you know why they didn't go and like cease the war, or, like you know, stop it. It's because of COVID. God, jeez, Mark. Oh yeah, it's because yeah, the, the soldiers aren't wearing masks over there, so you can't we can't send our boys. You know, one of, one of the things that kind of like, I think a lot of people may have, uh, you know, struck a little bit of gold in the past couple of years and really benefited, whether it be with their income, 
whether it be with their investments, uh, whether it be with, you know, their home appraisals, et cetera. But man, everyone's been doing really well kind of since COVID started. But what's happening right now is that now we're facing the, uh, the consequences of all the, you know, government bailouts that happened in, in, in a time where, uh, what is it, 60% of all the money that ever existed in the history of mankind was printed in the year 2020. No, I think and, that was just, I think, wasn't that just uh, America? I know that we did that too, but. Uh, no, that was the world. Okay. Well. Yeah, of the world's wealth. So just like that, you know, um, we're now starting to face consequences. And for the first time since 2018, uh, the Bank of Canada has announced that they're raising uh, the record low 0.25% interest rate. So usually the only reason that a country would raise an interest rate traditionally is it's to control inflation, to ensure that um, if things do get kind of, uh, you know, out of hand more, say, I know it's a really loose way of explaining it, but it's used to kind of counteract it to bring things back into balance uh, financially over time. So uh, the problem being is that uh, with the announcement as well, it going from 0.25% to 0.50%, um, there's going to be more increases forthcoming. Um, so there's economists that are warning Mark of the great reset what is this i mean this is where just i i've been hearing about the great reset for a while now i mean like people like all these people on the internet that i listen to are talking about it and i still it's like some big economic reset where at the end of the day we're all going to be equal because we're all going to be poor or something like that uh, i don't really or, or we're all going to be rich or yeah i mean you know what if like if, if we're all poor and none of us have to work, I'm okay with that. But if we have to work and we're poor, then that's a shitty system. But if we can right. just like be like monkeys and swing around in trees all day and throw shit at each other, we don't have to go to work. Then uh, then I'm down with that. Right. And if things don't work anymore, then like whatever, it just doesn't work, right? We just move on. And once the grocery store is running out of food, ah, no big deal. Um, I'll and just I. You know, it's my favorite when people I lived in the condo with and they're like, I'll just grow my own. And I'm like, where? Where would you grow your own food downtown Hamilton? Right? Like, and during a, during like an epidemic when people are like sca scavenging, they'd be like, oh, hey guys, stay off my little garden bed. That's my yeah, food that I'm like, growing. Like that, you you could have a huge, massive garden, like garden bed and your family could eat that food in less than a week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 51 more weeks to go to before you, before you <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine? And, you know, that is part of that great reset is that, I mean, is it just kind of a tool that's used to inspire people to start like really saving money or investing back in uh, the country or what have it be? But, you know, what? Uh, the other interesting thing is, is that there's also been a huge amount of wealth generated. Of course, we talked about in the show before with mortgages. And again, economists advise that if the interest rate, which currently, again, it's at 0.5% right now, is expected to go above 4%, it will result in a 35% of Canadians declaring bankruptcy. So that's coming directly from the, uh, the Bank of Canada economists. And that the experts advise that the Bank of Canada is going to increase rates projected by 2024 to be 6 to 8%. Now, I, I know here's the thing, like, you know, Mark is like in his 70s and I'm only 27 years old. But the reality is, is that back in the 1980s, there was in the, sorry, the late 70s, early 80s, there was a, a interest rate of 18 to 21%. So oh, yeah. don't think it can't happen, guys. 
Oh, I mean, oh. this is what everyone's kind of saying. What's about to happen to this whole inflation thing? Stay tuned. I mean, our interest rates have to go up. Like they've been all time record lows, like world record lows for decades. <laughs> and you can't right. have that, especially when we were talking about we had a five percent inflation last year, like five percent. You have five percent less power, like buying power than you did last year just because a year went by. Like that's it. You lost five percent of everything. Unless you got a return bigger than that on your investment, then you lost money last year. Right. It's it's quite interesting, and um, I don't know, man. It's uh, again like we're Mark and I are never here to do doom and gloom, but you know what? We just report the news, share opinions on it. But geez, man, like I mean, everyone was kind of pissed off about COVID, but like shit. Could you imagine like if just one out of every three, thirty five percent of Canadians? Uh, declared bankruptcy like that we would be in a whole nother state of uh, emergency but of course i doubt just justin trudeau will issue one on that one um speaking of justin trudeau guys we got a little bit of uh vaccine updates here for you mark from the top i mean the trucker protest it it, it is it's, it's it's over and it's almost like it's never happened and uh I mean, there are some people who live in Ottawa who are still com- who are still complaining about what happened, but uh, eh, you know what? That's what you get for living in your nation's capital. You know what I mean? There might be a protest every now and then. You might you might want to man up about that because it might not be the last one, but we'll see. But uh, yeah, I mean, the trucker protest. I mean, it was the most su- successful protest in modern day history, where so many provinces fell. I mean, the federal government didn't budge an inch. In fact, they even beat the shit out of people and stuff like that. But the provinces all fell. The provinces are like, look, this could easily get out of control. You know what I mean? Like, if a trucker convoy were were to were were to go like to uh like 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 Toronto or something like that, just shut down Toronto. Like that's it. Like your biggest city. You know, like if you're Doug Ford, you're thinking, holy shit, I gotta get these mandates out of here. And if you're Alberta, you're like, finally. We have a reason to get the mandates out because we can say that we're afraid of the convoy. And yeah, it was, I mean, it was the most successful protest ever. And now almost all mandates are dropping everywhere, all over the place. Right. I mean, where Kevin lives, he doesn't even have to wear a mask anymore. He doesn't have to prove that he's uh, he's vaccinated. He doesn't have to worry about social distancing or, or he doesn't have to worry about going into a venue, like a concert or a baseball game that has too many people in it. Like, no, could like, you imagine? This no, it's exciting. So, so, as of yesterday in New Brunswick, the beautiful, uh, golden, super rich, so many things to do in New Brunswick, um, you can, you no longer need a vaccine card, period. Uh, and that's as of yesterday. And guys, as of March 14th, masks no longer required. Thank God. Yeah. And well, you that's- can just- I mean, you can gather you in any groups. You can go to anything. You can go to the bar. You can go to the restaurant. You can go to the game. You can do whatever you want. Go to the gym. Thank God it's about time. Everyone takes off this stupid thing after two years and be like, oh, I can breathe now. I mean, if, if, you're, if you remember, Kevin, like when England lifted. <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> Ooh, sorry about that. But when England uh, lifted their mandate, uh, we said that we were going to follow that story. We were going to be like, we're going to see if shit goes off the rails in England. 
and absolutely nothing happened. There are no stories anywhere about about a COVID spike in in England because you know if there was even a slightest proof of there was, the media would jump all over that and be like, we have to go back to these mandates. But no, they like the, the there are no stories about England, so we can't keep up with the story because there's no there's nothing being reported on it whatsoever. And if if England can open up and just do that, why can't the federal government here in Canada? Why can't Joe Biden just be like, you know what? We lost 700,000 people on my watch, which they did. 700,000 dead Americans on Joe Biden's watch. Right. He like he, he might as well just be like, you know what? These, these things aren't working. The masks aren't working. The social distancing isn't working. No one's going to baseball games. No one's going to anything anymore. Like, he's like, no, no, we're done. We're going back to America. And if you freaking die, you die. And if you don't die, pay taxes. You know, and you know what's crazy is that, like, in, in meanwhile, in California, it's full mandates, masks everywhere, you know, only gathering certain sizes, everything is strictly enforced of police protocol. And then on the other side of the country, it's like the last year, Florida has just been, well, I know Florida has been open for a year. And no one talks about and it. And no one talks about it. There's no news story saying that they're. That, that Florida is out of control. Nope, <laughs> nothing like that at all. Right, because it, it goes against the narrative. And, you know, one of the things that's really interesting, guys, and it's not something that, you know, we we take lately. It's a very sensitive topic, topic. But at the end of the day, like, there was two things that have come out that have been significant with COVID. And and one, one of them was, you know, the deaths that occurred. Uh, and we're talking about the suicides. So, for instance, to date, since COVID began, in New Brunswick, there has been 800, and th- sorry, 387 suicides uh, and 306 deaths due to COVID. Yeah. So it just, it goes to show you, it's like, we just shut down the province for two years and literally more people killed themselves because of the conditions they're put in versus protecting other people. And, and the argument always is going to be, well, yeah, it could have been worse. You'll never know. Maybe the pre- preventions did work. That's why only 300 people died. And it's like, yeah. You know, it's like, it's such a hard pill to swallow for some people just to admit it. That it, it was one of those grand social experiments on a global level. It's going to be studied for years. It's absolutely going to be studied for years. Human conditioning, everything that's going to fall from it. And Speaking of which, as I mentioned, masks are going to be a thing of the past. And you can now access professional advice that's provided by the government of Canada by moving out of the pandemic era on how you should decide to whether keep wearing your mask or go without it. So again, it's just a very funny new program that we're starting to see uh, develop with the government where, you know, they're dropping the mask mandate, but you might want to just have a conversation with professional first. So it's a really interesting um, dynamic. Again, what an interesting time to be alive. And of course, we have one of your favorite members on the talk show, one of the best presidents of all time, Mark. Who are we talking about? Oh, that's uh, Joe Biden, I think. The 46th president of the United States, I think. That's right. Yeah. Well, he gave his uh, his State of the Union address. And uh, we're going to be honest, both Kevin and I missed it. We both, uh, I think I played Far Cry and I think Kevin went to bed and uh, we just, we just Every couldn't night. be bothered. I remember when Trump was in office, like Kevin and I, we were glued to the State of the Union. Like the last State of the <laughs> Union, we were glued to it. We were texting each other back and forth. 
it was uh it was a good time actually but uh if you remember uh kevin in the last state of the union which was donald trump's state of the union about four years ago he did uh it, the, the big story at the end was nancy pelosi ripping up uh his speech or whatever like she had a copy of his speech and at the end she right. it up and that's all anyone talked about they didn't talk about like the things that trump said or anything like that they just talked about nancy pelosi and now even though we didn't see the uh the state of the union we didn't actually watch it but i mean the world has watched it and the media has watched it and the big story kevin is that nancy pelosi creepily rubbed her hands as, as it was happening like she and, and stood evil, up awkwardly. Like she's an evil villain. Like, <laughs> like rubbing her hands. <laughs> yeah. We are in control now. We're like a snake, dude. She is a snake, man. I mean, like that woman was like, "Oh, I hate Donald Trump so much. I don't speak to him. He's killing this country." That lady literally signed off on everything that he ever did. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like as a as a speaker of the house, she had to sign off on things, or 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 they didn't happen. And it's like, well, you signed off on them. Like, what do you? I don't know. I don't know. I don't like Nancy Pelosi. I don't like her. I mean, like her uh, her district is in San Francisco. It's just littered with homeless people and heroin needles and people shitting on the streets and stuff like that. People shitting in parks. Like, and you and I've like, been there, Mark. We've been there. Well, we were there before that happened, though. Like we were, we have been there. We saw some shit. Like you and I saw some shit. But things have gotten exponentially worse in San Francisco than uh, than they have when, like you and I were there. Like, like what, like eight years ago or something like that. Oh God, uh, yeah, better it, it doesn't now. matter. Yeah, but I mean, like, uh, I don't like Nancy Pelosi. I don't see why she's still the Speaker of the House. I don't understand why people keep voting for her. I don't like how. Uh, like I said, like her 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 district is is filled with homeless people, but she lives in this huge mansion. She, uh, she's worth hundreds of millions of dollars. And how did she become worth? I mean, the president of the United States makes four hundred thousand. How does Nancy Pelosi worth hundreds of millions of dollars? Like, how is for that fact Obama worth hundreds of millions of dollars? No one. I mean, I feel well, like she, I'm the only one who asked that question. Maybe he had some really smart investments or something like that. Maybe a little insider trading. I don't know. Well, that, that's the interesting thing, because Nancy Pelosi was confronted and was asked directly um, on the record about, uh, you know, do you do insider trading and trading? She said, yes, we do, uh, because they have insider trading. And she's but the thing is, is that she was also asked directly, should um, any people of Congress have the inability to, since they have insider trading, uh, to invest uh, appropriately? And she said that all Congress people are uh, members of the the free community. Therefore, they part of the they can participate in the free market. And I just find it very interesting. So it's it's really it's really one of those things where again, uh, I mean, I'm I'm good at math, you know, especially you know details. But this one's an easy one. It's like as a Speaker of the House, as a career long politician, on average, she made around one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. And she had a 50-year career. So you do the math. Yeah, like an $80,000 fridge. Right. And it's, so it's like, so if she saved every single penny ever, never invested a dime, she'd have $5 million. Somehow she's worth $200 million. Guys, she's in the part where you start saying there's so much money, you start using fractions followed by a billion. I have a quarter billion. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It's like, where did this politician all of a sudden become a billionaire? 
I mean, and, I mean, how do you exactly like how I don't understand how how Nancy Pelosi, like people like Pelosi and, and Obama, like Obama lives in Martha's Vineyard, like his his estate and his piece of land that he owns is like super elite, like crazy rich. Right. Like, like I mean, like we're talking a house that costs a hundred million dollars, like not like some four million dollar mansion. I'm, I mean, a hundred million dollar estate that well, he Mark. lives on. I mean, how he did, did it, he did it doing speeches and selling books? I mean, yeah, maybe, well, maybe he did because Michelle did. <laughs> or maybe they did. I mean, I mean, like, I don't I'm willing to believe anything at this point. Like maybe Nancy Pelosi just married super rich. She just married a guy who was already worth hundreds of millions of dollars. That makes sense to me. You know what I mean? Or maybe uh, uh, Michelle Obama's book tour just did way better than I thought it did. And they made a hundred million dollars. You know what I mean? Like, too. You yeah. know what I mean? Exactly. Like, I, I don't know. And I'm not saying that all these, you know what I mean? I don't want to be like these deviant politicians. I just, I wonder, I'm like, how, when you're a politician and you, and you leave, like you're a career long politician and you retire and you're worth hundreds of millions of dollars. I mean, and like people in your district are shitting on the floor. Like, I don't like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I sound like a communist right now, don't I? You, you sound basically like there's cops knocking on your door right now. It's, it's been detected. Mark, it's been great working with you. Guys, speaking oh. of some strange things uh, and men knocking on Mark's door in the middle of the night, um, it's, we have uh, the strange headlines, man. These are always kind of fun. We kind of roll through them a little bit. I saw this one, Mark. I couldn't help but laugh. Um, you know, with all the Black Lives Matter and all the, the things that are definitely bringing more attention to the Black community, this headline I thought was quite interesting because I don't know why it mattered, but it said Black Americans are now dying from drug overdoses at a higher rate than whites. And I'm like, and that should be a headline because... Yeah, that doesn't sound like a... Well, that... Um, I mean, that's it sounds terrible. I mean, I don't want anyone to die from an overdose, but I, I'm i not going to lie to you, Kevin. I, I didn't really think it was white people or black people dying. I just thought it was poor people. You know what I mean? I mean Maybe I'm wrong. Like, I'm probably wrong about that. I'm sure so many rich people get hooked on, like, fentanyl or something like that. They got to juice up their veins with friggin' painkillers a million times stronger than heroin you know what i mean who even invent something like that i would have invented painkiller a thousand times more effective than heroin and (laughs) nothing nothing's gonna go wrong everything's fine there's no how could shit get off the rails i don't understand i'm just trying to help people side effects overdose um okay mark what is it what's another uh strange headline uh here we go i don't know uh no, this one's for you. This one's for you. Go for it. Um, okay, so there is a giant 289-gram strawberry declared the largest on record after almost a year in a freezer. Mark, that's a headline. So like there's, well, an, there's an invasion going on in, the, in Russia. Dude, a 289-gram, like that's a big ass strawberry dude that's big a big ass strawberry so it's not it's not quite basketball size but i think you might be nearing soccer ball size like that's you know what i mean like that's a that's a pretty good sized piece of fruit right there so in the, the photo i would say if you were to take your hand and just make like a like a, a ball i guess with your hand 
um or clencher fest yeah that's about how big it was oh, so, so it's, it's more like it's more like a baseball then, than a, right like a softball i would say yeah that's okay. a good that's a better way of saying it okay but yeah no i just i just find that was funny and because i'm scrolling through the headlines this week you know we're looking for strange headlines and it's like it's like economy collapsing uh, people in russia being killed uh, 13 russians destroyed at snake island then the next one's like largest strawberry ever ever found yeah and it was like, in israel like that's the one i'm clicking on right it's like oh thank god click you know there's also another strange headline mark what is it no it's this is all you this is a nasty one this is you okay guys so this is an actual this is an actual article there's a nasa analysis that earth is safe from of course what we've talked about in this episode many times apophis for a hundred plus years right that's the headline i read it it's a, it's a very standard scientific shows all the study like it's gonna miss earth don't worry about it but then you literally just google what year will apophis hit earth literally what year will apophis hit earth and google literally responds 2029 i'm telling you guys oh that's if like, i ask siri if i ask siri that right now oh okay okay i won't ask siri that's probably a we don't need to make Siri a part of the show. Let's go on. I'm going to, it's that time, everyone, in the show. Uh, it's been about, I don't know how long it's been, but it's that time of the show where we're, Kevin and I put our heads together and we play the the, the game show, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Bum, we, use bum, a, bum. We, we use a free online version from the U.S. It's it's a, it's just a website. It's a www, or www.bm.com. And uh, we just want you to know that uh, you you guys can play at home, but uh, on the show, Kevin and I are really under the pressure here because we don't want to look stupid in front of you. And we do want to freak out one day because we won the million dollars, but it is getting harder. Ladies and gentlemen, your host, if who wants to be a millionaire, Kevin. Bum, 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 The $100 question. Which of these terms is a common nickname for a minor league baseball team? Is it A, ranch, B, village, C, farm, or D, cabin? So that's definitely a farm. It's easy as a farm, yeah. Right, getting called up from the farm. Anyone who watches the Blue Jays knows they have a farm. Or even if you've seen a baseball movie or something like that, yeah. Exactly. Uh, Okay, so here we go, uh, the $200 question. Someone who scores a high mark on a test is said to, quote, pass with flying, end quote. What? Is it A, colors, B, kites, C, Weldon does, or D, tigers? It's uh, colors. Someone who is said to, oh, they pass with flying colors. Yeah, so it's A, colors. What the hell is a Weldon does? Uh, Weldon does. Wallendez? Wallendez. Wall Wallendez? Wall E-N-D-A-S. I don't know. But it's colors anyway. We're going A, colors, final answer. And of course we're right. Of course we're right. I said that before. It said we were right. Oh, yeah, baby. Okay, here we go. The $300 question. Which of these terms refers to high-ranking officials of the military? Is it A, top steel? B, top hat and talls, C, top brass, or D, top bronze? 
It's uh, the brass, the top brass. The top brass. Did you pass that by the top brass? Yeah, that's right. Well, this came down from the top brass, yeah. That's right. So you know it means like that. No, that means it's serious, serious, right? Yeah, exactly. So it's higher. Yeah, that's right. Okay, we were right. Of course, we're right. Uh, The the $500 question. The drifters, the platters, and the five satins are examples of what type of musical group? Is it A, gospel, B, doo-wop, C, funk, or D, punk? What? I have no idea. I'm not a musical person. I have no idea either. The Drifters, the Platters, and the Five Satins. Okay. I mean, do you want to just guess gospel here? Or I don't know what doo-wop is. Oh, I don't want to guess with three lifelines. Okay, we got the audience. We're asking the audience. Oh my god, five hundred dollar yeah. question. They say it's B okay. doo-wop. How would we know that? I don't doo-wop? know what I don't know what doo-wop is, but I think it. Do, 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 bum, okay, bum, do, 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 so not very. We're not in a great place here with only two lifelines left. The one thousand dollar question. Bum, 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 bum. According to the lyrics of a 1977 song by Kansas, quote, "All we are is dust in the end." Quote, "What is it? A wind, B desert, C field, or D sky?" It's got to be dust in the wind, right? All we are is dust in the wind. All we are is dust in the wind. Oh, don't pretend like you know the song. You have no idea what song it is. Okay, we're we're clicking. We're doing it. We're going wind. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. And we got it. Yeah, baby. Let's rock and roll. We got it, baby. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. What is the closest planet to the sun to also have a moon? Is it A, Mars, B, Venus, C, Mercury, or D, Earth? I think we've had this one before. And we were like, no, man, it's Venus. No, man, it has to be Mercury. I'm pretty sure it's Earth. Yeah, no, it's, it is Earth. I was waiting for you to come to that conclusion. So it's D, Earth. It's D, Earth. We're Third not falling for this the one. Sun. Yep, first. Yes. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, $4,000 question. Which of these Disney movie characters has a pet monkey named Abu? Is it A, Mulan, B, McGill, C, Belle, or D, Aladdin? It has to be. Yeah, I'm a la- it's Aladdin. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be Aladdin. Aladdin had Duh. a Duh, Aladdin. Okay, so, okay. D, Aladdin, of course, we're right. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, the $8,000 question with two lifelines left. Bum, 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 bum. In 2000, Destiny's Child had the number one song titled, quote, Independent Woman, part one, quote, from what movie soundtrack? Was it A... Romeo must die. Was it B, me, myself, and Irene? Or was it C, Mission Impossible 2? Or D, Charlie's Angels? I think it's obvious it has to be Charlie's Angels because they're independent three women. And it would just make sense that the Charlie's Angels would be independent. Yeah, and like Romeo must die. I think that was Lou Diamond Phillips. Mission Impossible 2, that's that's Tom Cruise. Me, myself, yeah, that's Irene, more like metal music. Gary. It's got to be Charlie's Angels. Right. 
Okay, here we go. Charlie's Angels. D, D, come on. Come on. Come on, come independent on. women. It was, it was Charlie's <laughs> Angels, yes. Bum, bum, bum. Yes, okay. Two lifelines left. The $16,000 question. Bum, 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 bum. Who wrote the children's book series? The Chronicles of Narnia. Was it A, Maurice and Dak? B, C.S. Lewis? C, J.R.R. Tolkien? Or D, Isaac Asimov? No, J.R.R. Tolkien. Isn't he the... Uh, he's either the Lord of the Rings guy or that uh, that other stupid series with dragons. Called. I don't know what's... I, I have know. no idea. You got 20 this. seconds. I think it might be C.S. Lewis. No, we can't think at 16. We need to we need to use a lifeline. Now. Okay, well, we use the, friend. the 50-50 lifeline. Here we go. C.S. Lewis or J.R.R. Tolkien? It's got to be C.S. Lewis. The, uh, going Five seconds, Kevin. You're going with this is all you, though, Mark. Okay, we're going B, C.S. Lewis. Come on. Come on. Come on. It was. It was. Yes! Oh, my God. We have one lifeline left, and it's always useless to us. Ooh. So basically, we have no lifelines to ten the thirty-two thousand dollar question. Bum, 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 bum. In the two thousand movie Scary Movie, the killer dons a mask closely resembling one used in what horror movie? Was it A. Scream, B. Halloween, C. Friday the Thirteenth, or D. The Exorcist? Uh, so it's scary movie. Scream. Yeah, scary movie was a parody of Scream. Right, and uh, Scream was a great movie. I think it's been remade, though, eh? I think it's, that, it I was. Know. It's remade. By the way, I just saw it available on Prime. You can buy or rent for the low price of twenty dollars and ninety nine cents. That's way too much. I'd rather watch the original Scream. Okay, I bet you it ends the same. So Scream, yeah, right. we know it's right. We know that one. This was time good, it's but... Courtney Cox. Okay, yo, hey yo. The sixty four thousand dollar question. Bum 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 bum. The world's largest expanse of land that contains nothing but sand is known as what? Is it A, no man's barrens, B, great waste, C, empty quarter, or D, the great sandy desert? Okay, so we're going to go ahead and ask our friend here with our last one. <laughs> yeah, right. They say, like, my, my first guess would be C, but I really can't give you a definite answer. Okay. So he thinks it's empty quarter. Well, let's think about it. The world's largest expanse known as is nothing but sand. And it's known for no man, great wasteland, empty quarter. You got 12 seconds. Let's say C. Empty quarter just seems okay. like the one that's, that's what That's sound. what the guy said, so we'll go with it. Okay. C, empty 64,000, guys. Come on. Come on. Come on. It was. It no was. way. It was. Yes, motherfucker. The $125,000 question, no lifelines. What public figure was once quoted as saying, quote, only the little people pay taxes? Was it A, Michael Milken, B, John Gotti, C, Leona Helmsley, or D, the one and only Donald Trump? Okay, so that wasn't Trump, right? <laughs> of course not. It's propaganda. Uh, only the little people pay taxes. John Mike, Gotti, Michael Milken or John Gotti? John Gotti wasn't a politician, was he? He was, or, a, public no, he was a public figure, though. Only the little people pay taxes. Okay, okay. I like John Gotti. 
What do you like? I don't even know who the other two are. Michael Milken and Leona. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. John Gotti. All right, let's. This is it, guys. 125. I'm happy with this. Five seconds left. We're going B. Here we go. Come on. Come on. Let's go. Come on. on. It was Leona. It was Leona Hemsley. I mean, hey. I'm quite happy with that. I'm actually really quite happy with well, that. Well, we didn't get embarrassed this time. We actually got pretty far into it. $125,000 question. Like, that's only like three questions away from the million. So we did, I mean, we did pretty good. We did better than we usually do. Dude, that is actually really good. Mark, proud of you. We are, we're in the, uh, at least we're in the, you know, the area where we're using fractions of a million to expand how much money we're going. We own for an eighth of a million. Um, guys, speaking of lots of money, Jesus Christ, we got a big story for you. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your sports headline of the episode and your host of sports headline. Why, thank you, Mark. And there has been big news coming out early yesterday. When the owners of the Major League Baseball Association locked down all their players from the first two series that would initially begin on March 31st. Mark, you were down in the new brand new baseball field down in Arlington, Texas, where the Texas Rangers were expected to open their spring training. Mark, how's the weather down in Texas today? So, I mean, if you heard the podcast before, you know, you'll know that I'm not in Texas. I'm in Brantford. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we just heard, I just heard this today, that the MLB is locking out. And uh, it might, uh, right now, it looks like it's going to postpone opening day. And sometimes uh, the uh, two sides, uh, the players and the owners, are able to come together. But sometimes they don't in these lockouts. We've seen in the NHL, in modern day, the NHL locked out twice. And uh, and this time, like it's been since I think 1994, Kevin, since the MLB has been locked out. That's correct. Yeah. And as we all know, last time, guys, that was off to back to back championships by the Toronto Blue Jays. And when Mark and I were setting up this uh, this show earlier, he also mentioned that if everyone does remember, man, 1994, the Montreal Expos were poised to be contenders, if not just be a shoe in the world. They, they were the favorites to win. And yeah, right. they locked out baseball. Because they now, had like Randy, they had Randy Johnson, Pedro Martinez, they they just had like this super all star uh, team that they had growing there. You know, Vlad Guerrero, you know, really really special team growing. So just really sad to um you know have this thing happen again because it's always that weird part of the year where it's like you know too much too too much football, but now there's too much hockey, and now there's too much basketball. You just want a new sport to watch. I mean, um, I mean, lockouts though, Kevin. I mean, they they really do hurt. Like I like I personally can tell you that when the NHL locked out their first season, that was done. That was the first lockout. They yeah. when they came back, I tried to watch again, and I just I didn't care. Like when I watch today, I really do see good hockey. I just I don't care anymore. I mean, right. like I I sit there and think to myself, I can't even skate. Like I can't skate. Like you put you put skates on me and put me on the ice. I can't even move around. You know what I mean? Like, why? Like, why do I care so much about these hockey players? I don't know. I cared well, then, so much then, about my. You know what I mean? I cared so much about hockey for for so much of my life, and once they locked out, which was, oh, it's, it feels like years ago now. It's when Sidney Crosby entered the league. Uh, that's how long ago it was, and uh, that's when Ovechkin, I think, entered the league as well. 
And, well, uh, yeah, and, it, and at the same time, yeah, uh, it was funny because I believe uh, Vetchkin was drafted and he didn't play his first year because of the lockout. Yeah, exactly. And then Crosby was drafted and then the both of them came at the same time. And it's very interesting speaking about Ovechkin, who is now, I believe, the uh, – is it the second or third all-time scoring? No, um, no, he's like fourth right now. Four? But he is projected to, to be number one in scoring. Right. Not like in points. And, and when you're number one at something, especially in that legendary level, generally you have sponsorships, you have endorsement deals. But, like, Mark, what happened to poor Alexander Ovechkin, man? The poor guy. All this guy has ever known is hockey. All he's ever done is play his, play his hockey. But now that his country's at war, he's got to pay the price, too, and he's losing sponsors. He just lost CN, C, C, CCM is what the company's called. Uh, they make hockey sticks and they make all this equipment and they've been sponsoring Ovechkin for a long time, but they just, yeah, they just totally dropped him because of the, 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 because of what his country's doing. I don't know if that's fair. I don't know if I agree with that. I get like the public relations side of it. You don't want to be seen like supporting Russia right now, but uh, if you're CCM, but at the same time, if you're CCM, all you do is make hockey equipment. And by doing something like this, you might you might get a bunch of Russian people in the future tell you to go fuck yourself because you, you you're not going to be there for Russians when they need you the most, you know? Right. Yeah, it's a, it's a very interesting dynamic that it's uh, evolving right now around because uh, because like we've done this on the show too, where um, you know an event happens, right? Like, let's say like a very common one this past twenty years is like you know someone runs up and runs as a Muhammad Jihad. And blows himself up or whatever and now all of a sudden everyone in the community is targeting you know muslims and and it's sad that that happens right but now that it's happening to russians it's like uh now russians are being targeted they're being discriminated against and and they're like i've never even been to russia most of these people are being discriminated but it doesn't matter this time you know i just think that there's a lot of double standards happening in society but it's now affecting sportsmen this guy like mark said all he wants to do is play hockey you know, he's a hell of a good All he's player. ever known is hockey, right? This guy doesn't know shit about politics. You and CCM is going to look like... about war. This guy just plays hockey. Right. And and Ovi's just going to continue on. And I hope actually he's all one of my all-time favorite. I hope he does break the Wayne Drexy record, which I think is 894 goals. I mean, he's a long ways from it, but yeah. wish him all the best. But Mark, any last thoughts on uh, Ovechkin and what he can do next? Uh, well, Gretzky has 1,400 assists. So good luck with that. And you've been listening to these headlines. And guys, it's that time of the episode where we bring you the strain of the day. And Mark, what do we have for you today? What are we going to talk about? Uh, I think yeah. it's called, it's Mac 1 something. Uh, I don't really know. Uh, I'm kind of running out of strains to talk about personally on the show. Because I, I don't buy too many different strains. I just find one that I like and just go with it. But right. uh, I don't know. We're talking about Mac 1. Is it is Novi? Novi Row Farms? Right. So and uh, yeah, so... So this is a this is a brand new micro um, in Miramichi called Novi Row Farms. What's a micro? Uh, they, a, a micro uh, cultivator is that uh, they they have lesser requirements from Health Canada, but okay. they're only able to sell directly to another licensed producer uh, of in the cannabis industry, oh, okay. and uh, they can't grow more than six hundred kilograms a year. Oh, okay. that's a micro. 
And uh, yeah, so the Mac one, like it's really cool. Uh, it's, it's now being grown. Uh, I was able to understand the story about what they're doing. It's really, really cool. And I was sharing with my good old uh, pal, one of our top listeners, T Daddy. And uh, he was telling me about what Mac one means. And it was really cool. And like, I know if I get the story wrong, I know my buddy is going to be all over my case on this one, but it goes a little something like this. So um, what had happened is that this uh, guy, he was, um, you know, he was growing weed or whatever, and he grabbed these seeds and he had the animal cookie seeds and he put them in his pocket, right? Because he was going to plant them later in the day. And what happened is he completely forgot about them. And, you know, they stayed over, they stayed overnight in his, in his, um, in his pants. And the next day he put his pants on, he reached in his pocket and he felt something. He realized he had the animal cookie seed strain and he pulled, he pulled him out and the seeds started germinating. And these were the only seeds that he had, this guy uh, of, of the animal cookies. So he hoped and he prayed and he put them into the pot, hoping the guy didn't kill the seed. And out of all the seeds, only one survived. And that one survived. He said it was such a miracle. And that's where the Mac one comes from. It's a miracle animal cookie. And it's a very interesting story about how that name came to be. So, uh, Trun, if I got that story wrong, man, please reach out to us on our Facebook and on our Instagram. We don't, I mean, yeah, we, we don't have a Facebook. We have an Instagram. Yeah. We have an Instagram and we have also an Instagram. So reach out to us, let us know and comment, see if that was a bad, bad recollection or not. But anyways, Mac one, really smooth, really chill. Uh, if, if you uh, are a user of cannabis, uh, definitely you're familiar with these uh, these strains and uh, always check it out. It's always a fun one to do. Nice, approachable, nice and smooth. Guys, um, we always like to pick out movie trailers. I mean, if there's one thing Mark did contribute tonight, like he always does, it is definitely the movie trailer today. He selected an absolute gold nugget to talk about tonight. Mark, where do we begin on this blockbuster? So this is the movie called Gasoline Alley and it's basically like the new Bruce Willis movie, but uh, Bruce Willis isn't the star of it. He's, he's more of a, he, he looks more of like a, a supporting uh, a role. And uh, I don't know who the, this movie stars, but it's like this action movie that uh, honestly, Kevin, it just looks terrible. Like it's, it's, I don't know what about this movie made me just think this is terrible. I mean, the cast looks okay. I mean, some of the action looks okay. It's Bruce Willis blowing people up. Like, who doesn't like that, right? Like, I can watch I mean, Bruce Willis blow people up yeah. all day long. And so, exactly. uh, for that reason, I'll probably watch the movie, and I'm excited about the movie. But uh, no, it it doesn't. It 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 just doesn't look good. I mean, at the very beginning of the movie, it says from the director of Die Hard Two. <laughs> and that's, and that's all you need to know. That's basically it's Bruce Willis making a new Die Hard Two, but it's even worse. That being said, I like Die Hard too. I still like that movie, but that movie is hated by by diehard fans. But hey, we're here. We're here to talk about uh, this incredible movie, Gasoline Alley. What would you rate it, Mark? Out of five, I'm giving it uh, two point five stars. Two point five stars. You know, like uh, never heard about it before. I always get pumped, especially I haven't heard about a trailer. Mark's like, Kev, you have to check out Gasoline Alley. And I will tell you too, I sat there, I was trying to make sense. Literally, I'm like, watched a two minute long trailer. And I'm like, I don't know what this is about. It's basically, it looks like just two dudes who have a crush on each other or chasing and shooting each other. And you can tell through the movie because there's so many times they shoot guns that they're obviously terrible shots. 
and they can't seem to hit each other but they seem to keep having gunfights in all these different areas throughout the entire trailer. It's very confusing. Well, we'll see. Yeah, that's yeah, that's like the, the trailer is basically just a big log, like all these gunfights put together. And every now and then it shows Bruce Willis with a machine gun. And I'm like, oh, yeah. But uh, sorry, is, it, is this your movie review or my movie? Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Go on. Oh, yeah. How, how dare you? How dare you? And, and, you know, the, th- the thing that I found, uh, I was saying to Mark when we watched it, that I actually was like, wow. It made it even worse watching the watching the trailer because my TV must have automatically changed the filter. You know where it goes that like realism mode, where it's like it looks so, it's like so real and the picture's so sharp that it looks fake. So I was watching the trailer in like the fake mode too, and I'm like, Ugh. and I came back and my whole reaction was uh, it was non visceral. I just kind of stood there and was like, wow, as in like that is a one out of five movie. And that's all I'm going to give it. Uh, it looks terrible. Hey, man, love Bruce Willis. But like, you know, just like Arnold, just like, um, you know, Stallone, you know, we'll always have the Rocky, right? We'll always have the Terminator. And we'll always have the, what was the name? John. John McClane. John McClane. We'll always have John McClane. So like, you just, you got to pull an old Pierce Brosnan. Just know your role and realize you're no longer an action hero. You're a senior 70-year-old man. But you know what? One out of five. Not even gonna watch it. Not even gonna look at it. Yeah, I I, I don't blame you, Kevin. I've given like movies, uh, like I saw that uh, Halle Berry movie. I remember we saw the trailer, and I'm like, I think I gave it a four out of five or something like that. And then I watched the movie, and I'm like, this is this is just awful. This is just the worst movie ever. And then now I see, and now there's this movie where it's like, maybe it might be a fun time to watch, but it's one of those, I'm like, where I'm like, if you couldn't make the trailer good, like if you couldn't make the trailer good, the movie's probably not good. You know, (laughs) it's so easy to make a trailer good. Just edit some of the cool stuff that happens in the movie. Some of the cool lines, some of the cool things, put it together, put some guy's deep voice behind it. Get John Williams to score. No, 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 no. Morgan Freeman's voice. No, don't do Morgan Freeman's voice. No, no, and Morgan Freeman is the best voice in the world. Now. No, no, the uh, I can't. How think about how name. about how about Jordan Peterson? If, if here's the twelve lessons of life. <laughs> no, I like the guy who does the Lion King. He does Darth Vader. Was it James Earl Jones? That guy. James Earl Jones. That guy's that guy's got a great voice. I think he's dead, man. I well, think he died from the cove. Really? Yeah, buddy. You got the Rona. He got the Rona. I believe he was one of the very first victims in the beginning. Well, I mean, he was old and he was really overweight. But I mean, that's I, not, if he is whoa, gone, that's, not, that's misinformation. That's, there, but. He's overweight. He's old. That's, that's misinformation. That's they not had misinformation. Not, no, that's him. That's him fact. dying from COVID. I mean, he was, had he was to do overweight with in the seventies. He couldn't even fit into the Darth Vader costume. They had to. They had. They had to have him dub it over. You. You dub yourself over. No, if I did, this podcast would be better than it was. <laughs> That's what they always say. Yeah. And on that note, man, you have been listening to another great episode. Always check us out. Uh, we're always answering every single comment, like on Instagram. We are always involving, always looking for the best stories, open to your feedback. Thank you for listening. If you made it this far, Mark and I really appreciate you. Mark, any last wishes? No, just uh, again, if you made it this far, we really appreciate it. Uh, you've been listening to episode 23 of the Excuse Me, I'm Speaking Podcast. podcast. Bop, bop, bop.